What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Today, we're going to be talking about apocalyptic knowledge of the supernatural and what are the keys of truth when it comes to deciphering and decoding all of this stuff. Um, I think over the coming months and even years, we're going to hear so much about apocalyptic uh, belief systems, apocalyptic uh, literature, apocalyptic ideologies. Um, And I want to decode a lot of that today so that you can go forward with a clear eye and understand what is going on, or at least find some comfort in knowing that none of it's real, no need to panic. Uh, And I'm going to show you that today, specifically through a text called Apocalypse of Thomas. Now, I have personally not read Apocalypse of Thomas. This is very, very new to me. Um, I had no idea it even existed. And um, when I found out about it, I thought, you know, I've got to bring this to the class, if you will. So I'm always all about bringing new data to you guys. I'm all about the data. Uh, over the dogma. I think that's really, really important. So um, let's see who is on. Angel Appleseed, how are you doing, my friend? Welcome. We're on TikTok. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. And we are on Apple and Spotify. So welcome, everyone. The word apocalypse comes from the ancient Greek apocalypsis, um, meaning revelation or disclosure. Um, so think about this. When you hear about apocalyptic literature, when you hear, oh, the apocalypse is upon us right now, you can replace that word with disclosure is upon us. Now, I, again, I like to blow your mind here. That could literally rework somebody's framework of belief systems right now today in a very positive way in a way that completely changes your life in a very, very positive manner. Um, But uh, A-P-O-K-A-L-U-P-S-I-S, apocalypsis, again, meaning revelation or disclosure. Um, It is a literary genre in which supernatural beings reveal cosmic mysteries or the future to human intermediaries. So we've heard about this in the Book of Enoch that we've read through. We've heard about this um, in the book of Revelation. It's, it's in many, many different literatures. There's the Mayan apocalypse that was talked about in 2012 or pre-2012. So that's what I really wanted to get in today. Um, the Apocalypse of Thomas comes from the Apocryphal New Testament. Um, Oxford Clarendon Press, 1924. Introduction to this, uh, this can be found on gnosis.org slash library slash apcthom.htm. This emergence of, the emergence of this book has been recent. Uh, The Glacian Decree condemns the book called uh, The Revelation of Thomas as Apocryphal. Uh, And that was all that was known of it in 1908. A quotation from Berlin MS. Um... 8th to 9th century of Jerome's Chronicle was noticed by Dr. Frick. Uh, At the 18th year of Tiberius, the manuscript has this note. In a certain apocryphal book said to be of Thomas the Apostle, it is written that the Lord Jesus told him that from his ascension into heaven to his second advent, the time comprised is nine jubilees. So, um... Again, probably a very important work here. A lot of these things were labeled um, apocryphal or even heretical. Um, Gnosticism is not really something that was recognized. It was recognized, but it was pushed out, kind of fought against, if you will. Um, If you follow my channel, you know I love my Gnostic literature. Um, And so we're going to just get into Apocalypse of Thomas. Go read. Go read the history on this book. Um, if we like this book, I'll probably like do the whole thing and do a whole study on it. But for today, I just wanted to read the very beginning because it it sounds so similar to like what we hear um, in the Book of Revelation. And um, I'm not an expert on Book of Revelation, but I do find it fascinating. So, hear thou, Thomas, the things which must come to pass in the last times: there shall be famine and war and earthquakes. 
In diverse places, snow and ice and great drought shall there be, and many dissensions upon the peoples. Blasphemy, iniquity, envy, and villainy, uh, idol in indolence, um, pride, and intemperance. So that every man shall speak that which pleaseth him, and uh, my priests shall not have peace among themselves, but shall sacrifice unto me with deceitful mind. Therefore will I not look upon them. Then shall the priests behold the people departing from the house of the Lord and turning unto the world and setting up or transgressing landmarks in the house of God, and they shall claim or vindicate for themselves many things and places that were lost that shall be subject unto Caesar. Uh, as also they were aforetime giving poll taxes for the cities, even gold and silver, and the chief men of the cities shall be condemned. Here Verona ends, uh, Munich continues, and their substance brought into the treasury of the kings, and they shall be filled. So, what does that mean? Well, first off, we have to remember that apocalyptic literature is written to a time and a place and a people. Personally, growing up, we took every apocalyptic literature within the Holy Bible as, it's coming, it's got to be here soon, and this is for us in our day. When there are literally characters mentioned that is a clue as to what time this is for. This is talking about Caesar. Um, so you can take that as an allegory for just leadership in general. Um, or you can understand that this, these things were written, again, for a certain time and a certain place. So how does that tie into this entire idea um, of what are the supernatural keys of truth that we're talking about today? And so right there is really one clue into how do you begin to break down the matrix of these apocalyptic literatures. Especially when you see the news, you see TV, you may walk into a church and they talk about end times prophecy coming upon us. You now are armed with the knowledge, and ultimately guys, that's what we're armed with, knowledge, gnosis, of understanding that apocalypsis is a revelation or disclosure. So something's being disclosed through this apocalypse of Thomas to a certain time, a place, and a certain peoples. Does that mean it's not applicable to us? No, that does not mean that. But it means that if you're going to read it literally, you need to understand that it has literal characters in it that it's talking about, including Caesar, and we need to understand where that came out of. Now, if you're going to take it esoterically, then we have to quit reading into it literally in order to read it esoterically. That's part of the key I'm talking about today. The key to Gnosis is unlocking uh, your prior conceptions and saying this is this, that is that. Being open to what might be. Um, so, the apocalypse has been discussed in many different traditions, religions, and doctrines for thousands of years. But what really is it? What does the word apocalypse really mean? We talked about that. Um, it also means unveiling, by the way. Um, I've heard it many times interpreted as unveiling or taking the lid off of. Kind of uncorking something, right? Like it's like, okay, that's open now. I revealed what was in the jar. I revealed what was hidden, what was occult, what was uh, esoteric. Now remember, esoteric means the, that which is hidden. Occult means under the surface. Uh, actually, reverse that. Occult means what is hidden. Esoteric means under the surface. So um, that's really what these, this idea of these apocalypses is. Uh, the things unseen becoming seen. The supernatural manifesting and becoming real. So the concept of the supernatural varies among different cultures and belief systems. Here's a brief overview of how the supernatural is understood in Native American, Hindu, Christian, Aboriginal, Nordic cultures, as well as essentially all world and possibly otherworldly cultures, as we're going to talk about today. So, Shelly, what is up, my friend? How are you doing? Welcome. Brandon, welcome. Josh, thanks for being here. Thank you all for joining today. 
Real quick, um, just a bit of news here. I have shut down memberships temporarily to our patron uh, tribe, our supporter tribe. So if you're interested in joining that, getting access to the community or the course, I will be opening it again soon. However, um, it's not going to be open all the time. I'm going to have to do it in cycles, and I'm going to be showing certain... Um, certain values at certain times so if you if you like what i'm sharing about the tribe at any given point don't hesitate get in while you can because i am going to shut it down periodically welcome new people in focus on the community right now this week i'm pushing the shirts if you want to support what we're doing i have a brand new merch drop um they are solid shirts beautiful cotton shirts um they also have the new logo on it with the Raven and then the Cub Cooker Supernatural. I just ordered one today. It's not in. I would love to wear it. But you can check that out at cubcooker.com. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Morg Official, what is up, my brother? How are you doing? I hope you're having a beautiful day. Um, and yeah, Morg, I'm like, I don't have a whole lot of people on Insta. But I, I stream here anyway. So we've got a bunch on Facebook and a bunch over on TikTok and then we're almost at 10,000 on YouTube, so I'm really excited about that. But between uh, Facebook and TikTok, we're sitting around 600,000, I think. So bless you, my brother. I love the work that you're doing. If you ever want to collab, man, or talk or whatever, uh, hit me up. And I'm a part of a TikToker group with Bob Peck, Daniel Tyak, uh, Truth Seeker, a bunch of other people. Just a bunch of cool spiritual people. And we met last night, actually. So... We'd love to have you as a part of that. It's just uh, for people like other creators to support each other. It's a free thing we do all the time. So um, we talk about business stuff, spirituality, all kinds of cool stuff. So anyway, love what you're doing. So thank you very much for being here, man. You're like one of my heroes, by the way. So I really, really appreciate you being here. Uh, agreed we should do a collab sometime. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. I will reach out to you, actually. So... Uh, make sure I give you my, my phone. That way it doesn't get lost in DMs somewhere. So anyway, love you, brother. So back to um, what I'm what I'm getting into today. I did uh, Native American, Hindu, Christian, Aboriginal, and Nordic cultures, mainly because those are kind of the, the core ones that I've studied on this channel so far. Obviously, I grew up Christian, but I deconstructed uh, a while back. Um, and got really, really into Hinduism and Buddhism and then kind of understood how that works into the whole message of Jesus. And of course, I'm very Gnostic with like, I love the whole uh, idea of like, you know, the monad, uh, Yalda Bayoth, that type thing, the Demi-Urge, um, trying to understand the all, the supreme reality, how all that fits together. And so I think that's really a key when it comes to how all of this fits together is understanding that it's not in any one place. I'm not a believer that there's one true perfect doctrine. I think that one true perfect doctrine can't even be spoken. It's like within the self, in, in the quiet reaches of the mind, when you're meditating, when you're in nature, or when you're locked in your room alone, just in complete peace, and you're connected to this all, or to this supreme being, or to whatever you want to call it, the universe, um, which by proxy by the way has intelligence like you can feel that intelligence you can feel it speaking with you morg says uh, appreciate it thank you brother thank you very much claire welcome jenny welcome james welcome andy uh mr odias uh bobby we got a bunch of people jumping on on tiktok over here so thank you guys this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So getting into Native American culture, I love Native American culture and I just have been diving into it pretty recently on here. Uh, in fact, that's where I discovered my spirit animal when I was out in New Mexico recently. Uh, that's our new logo. It's on the new shirts, everything. So big, big fan of the raven. Um, that's just like my soul animal. So it represents um, all of the pain and trauma I've had, but also the freedom and creativity and prophecy and all those cool things that I've experienced in my life. So 
Um, Native American culture, um, the supernatural is often deeply intertwined with their spiritual beliefs. Many Native American tribes believe in a spirit world inhabited by various supernatural beings such as spirits, deities, or animal guides. The spiritual practices often involve rituals, ceremonies, and communication with these supernatural entities to seek guidance, protection, and balance with the natural world. Love that. Love, love, love that whole idea of balance and the rituals and everything. I did a ritual the other night, um, and it was beautiful. It was like the first ritual I've ever done in my life. Um, Did it in the light of the full moon, or actually the ambient light, because it was stormy. But it was still beautiful on June the 3rd on the strawberry moon. uh, Letting go of a lot of uh, blocks that I had, writing those intentions of what I released down wrote a prayer to Divine Father and a prayer to Divine Mother on the back of it, folded it up in a pyramid shape, lit it on fire and let that baby go into the spirit realm, right? Or into the quantum realm, if you want to consider it that as well. So, Alexandra, what is up, my friend? How are you doing? Um, So, with that said, I think there's something deeply true in Native American culture. Now, obviously, there's so many different tribes so many different disciplines within that. Um, and I can't really just speak to one and go, oh, this is, you know, the whole thing. It would be like saying every Christian is the same or every uh, Jewish person is the same or every Hindu person is the same. Obviously, there's a lot of different traditions around that. But as a whole, I found a whole lot of freedom in letting go of that little note that I wrote to the universe, turning it to ashes and mixing it in with my planter, with my plants on my porch. Uh, In the light of the full moon coming through the clouds, lightning everywhere. We had had a tornado that day, and it was just such an allegory of the last several years of life and just like the storms and the turmoil it's been and moving through that and mixing it back into the soil to grow again. And with that, I really did say an honest to God prayer um, to Divine Father and Divine Mother. And it was the first time in my life I prayed to Divine Mother as well. Not as some physical deity, but as the spiritual energy or the quantum energy, the wave and the particle, however you want to, um, you know, kind of decode that for yourself. So, again, I try to stay really fluid about all of this, and I think that's a key to understanding this. Whatever you need to project on it, I believe is okay. However, some projections can be more fruitful than others. When you are trying to project a judgmental, angry God... You're going to have a lot of personal trauma, a lot of personal internal injuries, and you're going to inflict harm on other people emotionally as well. Um, We have all been there, by the way, especially if you grew up within the church. You probably have adopted that mentality that you're a worm in a bucket at some point. And thank God for Jesus because I suck so bad. So that's what I love about the Native American culture. They were just in honor and respect of the great spirit. Okay, nameless, faceless. Lots of manifestations of it, lots of tulpas or totems through spirit animals, through spirit guides, through ancestors, all of which are perfectly natural and perfectly acceptable projections to tap into the divine matrix with. Um, And then we move into Hindu culture. Hinduism is a complex and diverse religion with a rich supernatural belief system. Hindu culture acknowledges the existence of numerous deities, including Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, and various goddesses. Hindus believe in the concept of karma, rebirth, and moksha, liberation from the cycle of birth and death, or what the Christian would call salvation, by the way. Hindu religious texts, such as the Vedas and the Upanishads, uh, which, by the way, I love the Upanishads, and the Bhagavad Gita changed my life. So, um, explore the nature of the supernatural and provide guidance for spiritual practices and rituals. So, another really, really cool faith tradition, in my opinion. As I said, all of these very uh, greatly. Lisa, thank you so much for a thousand stars, Lisa. God bless you, my friend. Y'all take Lisa's lead here. Pump me up with stars, with gifts on TikTok, super chats on YouTube. Greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, We need to get the energy going today. It's Monday and I had to force myself to get out here today because I'm just dragging. It's rainy and muggy and just bleh. Um, West Texas is normally a nice desert uh, with some good heat right now. I normally hike and bike this time of year and 
We've literally been underwater for the past several weeks and looks like we're going to be for the next several weeks. So kind of stuck in the office right now, going a little bit stir crazy, but I'm going to go hit the gym later today and hopefully work some of that out. So, um, so Hindu culture, I just find fascinating because you literally have so many different gods that are manifestations of things that we need. And remember in the Old Testament when the Tetragrammaton said, I will be who they need me to be. In the New Testament when Jesus says, uh, or Yeshua says, however you choose to call him, um, you know, who do you say I am? And so that's what I love about like the Hindu cultures. You have all of these different divine representations of the spiritual matrix. Um, and so you might have one God that's a conqueror. You might have one God that gives gifts. You might have one God that um, helps heal you. One God is the God of love. Different types of gods and goddesses with three core uh, gods. You also have the feminine triad as well within Hindu culture. So, um, And then Christian culture. I have to talk about this one. Obviously, it's where I've come from. Uh, but there's also a really beautiful mystical side to it that's all the way outside of doctrine and dogma. That's what that's where I'm at. A lot of people in our community are in that. I loosely call it Christian because by definition, Christian is kind of a set of rules and doctrine. And this is how we believe type thing. So um, you could consider me a Christian mystic, um, a Gnostic Christian, uh, because I do believe in what Jesus himself said, not what the church and all the other people, OPO, other people's opinions said about him. So that's kind of how I approach it. But Christian culture centers around the belief in the supernatural power of God, the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and the divinity of Jesus Christ. Obviously what I just said, uh, Christians believe in miracles, divine intervention, and the existence of angels and demons. The Bible serves as a primary source of religious guidance and outlines the principles, teachings, and supernatural events central to Christian faith. Now, I have been a part of Christian groups that focus more on the supernatural, um, and then some that focus more on the dogma and doctrine. So, you know, it's anybody's guess what you're going to get into when you join any of those institutions. Nothing against them, uh, but they're just not for me. So, Aboriginal culture... Uh, found primarily in Australia and other indigenous communities, often have deep connections with the natural world and the supernatural. Dreamtime or dreaming is a fundamental concept in Aboriginal culture, referring to the creation period uh, when supernatural ancestral beings shaped the land, animals, and people. Aboriginal supernatural spirituality encompasses a belief in ancestral spirits, totemic beings, the totems that we've talked about, um, and the interconnectedness of all living and non-living entities. So again, Aboriginal being more similar to Native American, obviously with tons of differences, but very focused on kind of these core, more pure representations of a divine spirit or divine matrix, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so that's, again, getting more with the indigenous feel. And I feel like we should all be going back to the indigenous feel. And that's why I do have my issues with Christian doctrine because I think there's an indigenous Christian belief system that has been lost to time and different wars and different religious and political bents that have just twisted it. I've got a book here called The Gnostic Bible. Highly recommend it. If you want a link to it, I will send it to you. I'm not affiliated with them, but this has all of the Gnostic scriptures in it, hundreds of different ones. Um absolutely absolutely amazing stuff that you've never heard of in here uh the paraphrase of shem the origin of the world uh gospel of thomas the apocalypse of thomas letter to flora um i mean guys this is like amazing light and darkness gospel of philip um some of the coolest scriptures here now again these are scriptures that were attributed to either in pseudepigraphal manner by someone else writing it and attributing it to someone um, or they were scriptures that were found and being practiced and then were kind of forced underground. So a lot of different history here. Really, really recommend that, especially if you like to stay somewhat anchored into the Christian um, traditions, but you really do want to kind of get outside of the limiting belief systems within that and try to play in a bigger sandbox and understand more of the quantum magic that Jesus and his followers were actually doing. That's more what I teach 
more what I practice. So, um, then in Nordic culture, now obviously that's you know look at me, my last name Kuker, come from, uh, you know my great uh, great grandfather was an immigrant over here, moved to Iowa, um, you know came in through New York, moved to Iowa, started farming the area. My family's been there for the last hundred some odd years. Um, and, uh, here we are, we've got a whole group of us in Texas as well. So I'm, I'm down here, you know, living my best life. So, um, but Nordic culture and the supernatural Nordic culture is closely associated with Norse mythology. The ancient Norse people believed in the pantheon of deities such as Odin, Thor, Freya, and Loki, their mythological narratives involve supernatural realms like Asgard, the home of the gods, Midgard, the human world, and other realms inhabited by supernatural beings like giants, elves, and dwarves. Nordic culture also incorporates beliefs in fate, destiny, and the concept of Valhalla, a heavenly afterlife for fallen warriors. So, again, that ties supremely nicely into Christianity. Actually, all the characters, you can pretty much change the names and you have you know, a lot of the biblical stories unfolding. And that's very, very prominent in a lot of different cultural representations as well. By the way, if you can't tell, I highly study mythology here. I love different mythologies. I'm not really obsessed with just one in particular. I want to know how it all fits together. So uh, Thor comes from Nordic mythology. Yes, Riley. Um, so, you know, I really, I love Nordic mythology. Um, the Norse people, um, I think, you know, are really cool as far as uh, the movies and stuff are concerned. Obviously, I've never met one, but, um, you know, it's not really something we have around a whole lot. I'm sure in parts of the world, they celebrate it quite a bit still. Then you get in kind of from that, you're going to branch off into more of the pagan traditions. I really like the pagan traditions as well, because, again, they're more indigenous, more connected with the earth and the ritual and... Uh, you know, actually getting something done in the spirit realm besides just a belief system, or as I call it, BS. Um, so I really like that Nordic, you know, system of uh, beliefs. So what is up, Ashley? How are you doing? Dreamstar Oracle. Welcome, my friend. Uh, welcome, Allison. I didn't see you come in either. Um, Jim's welcome. How are you doing? Uh, Riley says Egypt is great for truth. Yeah, and I didn't even put Egypt in here because it's like a whole nother mystery tradition um to talk about there this is just kind of a few of them i mean obviously there's tons of different cultures um so yeah egypt is like a whole nother level we could unpack so dreamstar oracle says so glad to see you too thank you very much uh extra what is up how are you doing uh welcome on youtubes and then other cultures on here again can cover so many different things I didn't get into the Asian cultures either because that's a whole nother video. Um, it's important to note that there are numerous and other cultures around the world with their own unique understanding of the supernatural. For example, African cultures often incorporate uh, ancestor worship and belief in spirits. In Japanese culture, uh, Shinotism recognizes Kami, K-A-M-I, Spirits associated with natural elements in Chinese culture, Taoism, uh, and Confucianism incorporates beliefs in God's spirits and the concept of yin and yang. Uh, these descriptions provide only a, belief, a brief overview of the supernatural. Within these cultures, it's essential to recognize the diversity and complexity of belief systems within each culture as individuals may have varying interpretations and practices even within the same cultural context. So, lots and lots of words today, right? Um, what I really wanted to get across is I believe one of the keys to apocalyptic knowledge is understanding the supernatural realms. You cannot understand them from studying one singular tradition. You can go through Gnosticism and get one view. You can go through Christianity and get another view. Hindu culture and get another view. Native American culture, get another view. Um, I've studied so many of these cultures unofficially, right? Like I'm not certified to do any of this. I just love doing it. That's what's why I'm here. Faith, spirituality, and paranormal. We explore the supernatural realms every day. And it's so important to dig into these. Read some Hindu mythology. Read 
pre-Christian mythology. Read Nordic mythology. Read Native American mythologies. And when I talk about mythologies, I'm not talking about they're not real. A mythology can have a lot of history in it, but it also has the esoteric representation. And oftentimes when we read the Bible, we forget that there's a lot of mythology in it. We try to take every word verbatim when interpretation is everything. And if you're willing to take that and expand it to here, to here, height, width, depth, everywhere in a three-dimensional, four-dimensional, and even five-dimensional with your third eye point of view and try to get a bigger picture of what's going on in the world, right? That's the best way to approach anything in my point of view. Get a bigger picture, ask better questions, and ultimately learn everything you can under every rock so that you can actually decipher when you hear a prophecy from one point of view, what are the common characters in that? What are the common elements in that? Is it a time and a place-based prophecy? Is it an esoteric prophecy, an overarching human narrative prophecy? Um, you have to be really honest with yourself about that. And one of the worst things we can do, I personally believe, is to take any of these apocalyptic literatures and say, this is definitely for my time, my place, and my day. Because there's a culture before you, and before that, and before that, and they believe the same thing. And if we're going to continue believing that these prophecies are going to happen right now, today, I think we're going to keep uh, lopping off our own foot, right? Like, we're going to have to, at a certain point, really admit that, like, okay, they expected this in the 60s. They expected this in the 1800s. They were expecting this in the 1600s. I mean, look at things like the Crusades. Look at um, all the different wars that have been fought, all the things that have gone on in the name of one true religion, right? When everybody has a piece of it. And that's kind of the beauty of it. We're all shards of the divine. Each of us has a piece of that mirror. We all have to put it together. The only way we will ever understand truth is to put all the pieces back together. And you cannot put the pieces back together by destroying someone else's pieces and believing that the one you're looking at that only reflects you is the true belief system. That's my personal opinion. I wanted to really go for it today in a loving way because I'm tired of the arguing and fighting and bickering back and forth. I'm tired of people telling me I'm going to hell, I'm taking people to hell, I'm lying, I'm blah, 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 whatever. I get tired of it. Um, and I know you do too. And there's perfectly good people out there that want to open up, but you're terrified because you've already had people in your life do that to you. Um, absolutely, Auntie. Um, Auntie 420 says, I think Pride Month should be uh, for everybody, so happy Pride Month. Absolutely. Happy Pride Month, my friend. You guys know I'm a big LGBTQ supporter here. Um, we are a multicultural, multi-faith, multi-orientation community. We love you no matter what, okay? I'm not here to change anybody. The only precursor for you being here is you're here in love and light, authentically seeking to help support yourself and others on your spiritual journey. That's what our tribe's about. That's what this whole movement is about, this supernatural movement that we're all a part of. I call myself a supernatural guide. It doesn't mean that I'm going to do everything for you. Just like you, you hire a guide on a journey, say you're going to go explore a cave, you're going to hire a guide that's been through a bunch of it. Maybe he hasn't explored all of it, right? But he's gotten, you know, he's gone through a lot of it on his own. He's had his own adventures. He's led other groups through it. That's me. I'm your guide. It doesn't mean you can't discover your own stuff doesn't mean I know everything. It doesn't mean I've explored every part of the cave, but it does mean that I'm going to do my best right here to get you to explore more of it in a safe, open-minded manner. And that's why I love being a guide through all of this. So, uh, Sorrel says, I really get your vibrations. Thank you. Shona says, exactly. Um, let's see. Uh, I bought a one-way ticket and I have peace about it. I absolutely miss universe. I appreciate that. I do too, my friend. I do too. So uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Somebody says, clearly you didn't read what uh, pride is in the Bible. Stop watering people down. So you don't, you don't even know what pride means in the Bible. Um, you need to go look up that word. Okay. You need to look up the Hebrew or the Greek of it. And actually understand what it means, okay? It doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. 
with having pride and acceptance and love in who you are, which by the way, you need. By the way, you need it. You need it to survive or you will be controlled your whole life if you don't have pride, love and acceptance for who you are. Whether you're gay, straight, black, blue, blonde, yellow, rainbow, I don't care. You better have, you better have love and pride in yourself because you are a child of the divine. And by having love and pride in yourself, you have pride in the divine. And that's what I'm talking about, guys. So, um, anyway, pride and being prideful is a sin. Well, um, again, you need, you need to know the definition because I promise you these words do not translate to English correctly. I promise you. That's why I'm your guide. I can take you through the cave. I can show you what the original translations look like. You can give me a verse if you really want to. I can break it down for you. I'm telling you guys, you need to come into this knowing the truth. You cannot operate out of incorrect data or you will be incorrect from the very beginning. From the very beginning. So pride here is embracing who you are. The Bible is talking about elevating yourself above others. Absolutely dream star oracle. That's, you know, the pride when it talks about that in the Bible. It's about, you know, believing that I'm better than all others. That I am ultimately, you know, who, who had the most pride in the Bible? The Old Testament God. He had the most pride. He said, you will have no other gods before me. He scattered people amongst the earth. He unalived millions. Um, he wanted everyone to serve him and fear him. Okay. That's the ultimate pride. So from the very beginning, the God that a lot of people that are, that are quoting the Bible believe in, that God is already performing all of the sins that everybody's afraid of. And you got to look at what Jesus actually said. Because it'll change your life. And you may say, well, I am looking at what Jesus said. But I promise you're not if you're still looking at the OT God or that old representation of God. Because he was telling them, you guys are worshiping Satan. You don't understand what you're doing. Um, and that's the only message I'm coming at you with is you need to look at the true all. The true universal intelligence. The true spirit which is God, or what you would call God, okay? It's not even, it doesn't even have that name. It is he, it is she, it is they. It is in and through all things, and we can wield that within us, and we are actually manifestors of that energy. So, living a life with ease says, I entertain the possibility of aliens and UFOs. Me too. By the way, um, great question, living life with ease. I'm not sure what to think, uh, but I've given uh, what to read about fallen angels uh, and what Ezekiel saw. Yes, so what Ezekiel saw was very clearly UFO technology. So there are two narratives within the Bible. There's a spiritual narrative and an alien God narrative, and you need to be really aware of what those are. Most churches are going to teach that they're all the same piece when they are anything but. It would be like saying... Um, that someone from another country with more technology was a god because they're controlling the people in another country. We've watched that all through history, right? So why just because someone's from another planet can unalive us and can command this kind of worship, right? Why does that grant them the right to actually have that is what the big question is. But then you look at what Jesus was teaching. He's teaching a quantum god, a quantum kingdom of God within. He's teaching something completely different. So... Uh, Dreamstar Oracle says, interesting, quote-unquote, Satan also uh, said he would elevate his throne above the stars of God in pride. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, the eyes he speaks about, I believe, are lights. Yeah, it's like LEDs. Like, you see these LEDs in the background. You see that all around a saucer, um, the wheel inside the wheel. And it says that they move parallel with the ground perfectly. Uh, they're very silent until you hear the rushing waters come from the voice, right? Uh, the Ark of the Covenant was technology. Um, you, the walls of Jericho coming down was using the Ark of the Covenant as a resonance device. The Brahmastra in Hinduism is the kind of nuclear type um, weapon, if you will, um, that has a lot of evidence that it was used at some point in antiquity. There's even a desert, I can't remember where it is, but it's been turned to glass in a lot of places. And the only way to do that would be immense heat from some sort of beam or energy device. 
so all this stuff adds up. If you start to look at it and you go, wait a minute, some of these stories probably are true, but that doesn't mean that that's actually God in it. Just because it's called God. You've got a lot of different people that called God whatever they wanted, right? Um, and so we got to look at like, what did the ascended masters say about God? Those are the ones we have to look at and believe in. So, uh, the secret is love. Thank you so much. Absolutely. A, uh, W U. Um, oh, awesome. Uh, looks like you, are y'all a band A W using song? Um, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, Christy says, yes, sorry. I'm leaning in today. Guys, I hurt my back a while back, and I am it's been killing me ever since, and it seems to get worse when the weather gets worse, so I'm having to do a lot of stretches and stuff. If I seem off today, it's because I've got like some really bad, it, I just jacked it up really bad. I won't share the whole story on here. It's something I'm continuing to deal with, but it's, it's, it's an ordeal that I'm still dealing with. So anyway, thank you guys for your love and prayers. So that's why I'm kind of leaning in today. It's really acting up today, so... Um, so those are kind of the main things that I want you to just really think of. And again, I think those are keys to unlocking this uh, kind of realm of apocalyptic knowledge. Because you're going to hear a lot of it. You're going to hear new versions of it, old versions of it. You'll hear church versions. You'll have a friend go, I just heard this thing about this book of Revelation. And I think it's going to... They were saying that back in 1908. They were saying that when the stock market crashed. They were saying that every timeline is cyclical. Everything that's happened is happening again. So don't, don't get caught up and it has to be this one thing. Stay fluid with it. Stay connected to source. Stay connected to the spirit realm. Stay connected to the supernatural being that has no face, no name. If it did, you couldn't utter it, right? Just be in awe of it. Be in union or yoga with it. That's what I teach. Um, somebody says, get a sip of water and go to sleep. Yeah, that's pretty much what I need, so... Uh, living life with ease says I saw three glowing pulsating orbs up close. That is awesome. That is awesome. Dream Star Oracle says healing for you. Thank you very much. Uh, Christy says what about the word spirit? The Bible says that the spirit descended like a dove. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the spirit that led Jesus into the wilderness uh, versus that described the spirit as a vehicle. Yes. So Old Testament spirit oftentimes is talking about technology or actual tele, uh, telepathic communication through technology. It can also be talking about a vibrational energy type device. Um, the, the New Testament representation for spirit is literally, it talks about it as oil, anointing oil. It can be through the spinal cord. Um, it can also just be directly down to your third eye. Um, as a spiritual manifestation. I've talked about that as the tulpas. Again, why I have the raven on the new t-shirts. That's my Holy Spirit animal. And so when we, with our tribe, we did all of our spirit animals. We designed them with AI. We talked through them. We gave them their own powers, everything. They become real because we are not only thinking them, we're feeling into them, and we're literally creating them in light. And they become real. They become something that's with you your whole life, like an imaginary friend, right? Just like when the dove descended upon Jesus, it was so powerful that everyone saw it, okay? And and other people have been reported to be able to do this type of thing. If you can really, really focus and make this thing real, you'll start seeing it out in the matrix. I've been seeing ravens everywhere, and we do not have ravens in my area. And I've had other people witness the ravens with me. My wife was with me the other day, and she goes, God, those are big birds. And I said, yep, those are ravens. And she looked, and she's like, oh, wow, they are, like... We don't have them here. I'm up in the top of Texas, West Texas, and we really don't have them here. And now there's a ton of them here. Right after I was shown they were my spirit animal, they become real in your reality. We have people in our community who have turtles and honeybees and all kinds of things that are manifesting to them all the time, reminding them, okay, or descending upon them. And so that Holy Spirit descending upon Jesus, it's anybody's guess as to what it actually was, what it actually looked like. But it's a really good understanding when you get into quantum magic. You look at how the Essenes were practicing their magic and what Jesus was with them. He's traveling with them. Mary Magdalene was Essene. Um, it makes a lot of sense that he had a tulpa manifestation 
of the Holy Spirit descending upon him and everyone witnessed that because the dove represented peace to a lot of people. It also represented the sacrifices that were being made in the temple over and over and over and over that he freed because they were divine as well. And he didn't like that they were sacrificing animals who were divine creatures to an alien God that just literally wanted to eat them and exchange gold and silver and animals for forgiveness or blessings versus coming into agreement that Jesus was the son of God. Ye are gods said that we are all in the Christ with him. Um, and he said, we'll do greater things than even he did. So it's a, but much, much different doctrine when you get into the magic side of it. So, um, Miss Universe says, I'm obsessed with goats and gorillas. Um, I cry every time. That is awesome. That is awesome. Gorillas are, are wild. Absolutely wild. Um, I've, I've watched some gorillas that literally looked like they were going to eat my face off because they were getting so riled up just because I'm walking with my Sasquatch gait, you know, at the zoo. I think it was the Albuquerque Zoo, actually. And they were all like, bowing up to me. It's very interesting. So, um, the fallen angel side is the magic side. CJ says, Yes, yes, it is. But again, as I've talked about in Enoch, you got to flip the script on what a fallen angel is. Because just because a fallen angel in that timeline was a bad thing doesn't mean it is now. You can also, from everything they did, you could say Jesus is one of those fallen angels. Like literally. it. Uh, he, did, he did and taught and engaged with everything that they were doing um, that that particular God didn't like. So you got to, again... When I'm talking about the key to this, the only way you will unlock the truth about the supernatural realms is first off, you got to say, I don't know. And I don't need to believe this because this is what I've been taught. And just because the word fallen in there, fallen from whose point of view? If they came down to heaven to help humans, why is that a bad thing? If heaven was oppressing us. And by the way, not the spiritual heaven, but oreos in the Greek, which is sky. That's what Anunnaki, those from the sky to earth came. Those from heaven to earth came. Jesus is talking about a spiritual heaven. The kingdom of my father is within you. He said that in the canonical gospels and he also said it in the gospel of Thomas. So seeking knowledge, do you think that we are bad to seek? No, absolutely not. In fact, there's an entire sect of Christianity that was pre Rome and really getting extinguished by Rome. Um, not pre-Rome, but pre the Roman right taking control of Christianity that um, they believed gnosis. It's called Gnosticism, which comes from the word knowledge in Greek, gnosis, to know, which is not to know it here like, oh, I have this data, but it's like I've processed it, I've computed it, I've experienced it, I've tested it, and I have experiential proof of it in my life. A lot of people believe they do, but I promise you, a few questions will break down anyone's belief system if they do not have true gnosis of it. If they have any doubt in them, you can find that really quickly and you can break that down with a few questions by questioning their data. Data, when you compile enough data and enough experience, there's no question because you can actually explain every angle of everything. That's why I do what I do here to give you guys a big, 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 big picture of everything so that you're not limited and locked into one timeline of belief. That you have gnosis of Hinduism, Buddhism, Native American, Christian culture, Aboriginal, magic, quantum, sciences, Nordic, um, and then all kinds of other cultures we haven't even gotten into, as well as antiquity from the Sumerian and Babylonian mythologies that actually are the, the subtexts used to write the book of Genesis, which is basically just ripped off from all of those old mythologies. Now... If you have a Bible Belt Christian argue with you about that, and you ask them, well, what about the Sumerian mythology? What about these books? What about these clay tablets that say the same thing, but it has different characters and goes into more detail? Why does that look so similar to this that you have in the Bible? They're going to argue with you, well, the Bible is true. Well, then why did this come so much earlier? Why, does, why do these characters fit into this? Those, just those little questions is that seed of doubt that we need to open up conversations. I'm not here to prove anyone wrong, but I'm here to prove your ego wrong. I'm here to give you an opportunity to go, wait a minute, maybe I need to deconstruct what I'm 
understanding here and have a bigger worldview and go, okay, yeah, maybe the Sumerians had a whole pantheon before Genesis and Genesis was oral tradition handed down, adopted from a cultural God point of view and written as canon. And now you got a whole, you got billions of people that believe it, literally. Um, so I hope that makes sense. Again, that isn't all love. I'm not here to like hurt anyone's feelings, but I just, for you guys that are really looking for the keys, you're really looking for keys of truth. You have to be willing to deconstruct. Deconstruct does not mean to destruct. It means that you're taking a part piece at a time and you're looking at everything and you're going to take the time to clean it all up, put it back together, and maybe put new pieces in there that make it make more sense. And that's okay. God gave you a brain. God gave you a heart. God gave you a soul and a spirit to search. And if you're denying that spirit of search, you're denying the very essence of God within you because that essence of God wants to expand and take more ground for the kingdom of God within you and through you. So that's what I teach here. Um, and I hope you guys are vibing with that because like, I love doing paranormal stuff. That's what this channel's about. Supernatural stuff, paranormal stuff, faith stuff, spiritual stuff. It all fits together and we can't have a conversation about UFOs without talking about UFOs in the Bible. We can't talk about UFOs in the Bible without talking about Genesis. We can't talk about Genesis without talking about the Sumerian mythologies and the Egyptian mythologies and how all of this fits together. So, uh, living life with ease says, I'm just wary of believing much, uh, having seen others who easily do. Yeah, and here's the deal. Um, like I said, you know, the Gnostic Bible is a great place to start. Also, um, Zacharias Sitchin's works are great when it comes to ancient alien uh, stuff, not the show, but more like the ancient astronaut stuff. Really looking into that. Um, just trying to get a bigger worldview. Gnosis.org is where I was reading this, uh, this stuff from earlier. The actual direct text from uh, the Apocalypse of Thomas. Uh, and then I read from my notes as well. I'll put the notes down in the description in the comments so you can look into these cultures. You'll start to see similarities and you'll start to understand the essence of. And it's just like how many people know Cub, right? We've got 700 some odd thousand followers across the interwebs. Everybody knows me different. Some people know me as the alien guy. Some people know me uh, as the Gospel of Thomas guy. Some people know me um, as the guy that does metaphysics. Like the, everybody knows me as a little different. People in my tribe know me as their friend, right? Like, um, so there's a different version of Cub and the name could even change. Say I were to live for a very, very long time, like thousands of years, I would have different names and different time periods and cultures, but you can always look at the character of who I am through those timelines and maybe even the evolution of how I've changed. So that's why I talk about getting a bigger picture of everything. So um is the full gospel of mary available or lost it's lost as far as i know um, i've read the gospel of mary and it's just really fragmented it's really good but there's just so much missing out of it uh, we got to remember a lot of these texts were written on papyrus which um, disintegrates after time or clay tablets uh, through cuneiform tablets uh, which really you know they break and crack and and just fade away. They were baked in ovens, so they're kind of like pottery that can get destroyed. Um, Frank says, I've seen the tablets. Dude, that is awesome, man. That is awesome. I've heard they're in some museums. Um, I'm not sure where they are. I think some of them are in one of the museums in New York. I'm not positive, but um, and I know they travel a lot with them too, so it'd be really cool to see some of those. Like the Enuma Elish, I know, um, is one thing I'd love to see because, again, it's like the OG origin of all of these cultural gods like you see the main pantheon that everything started coming out of and i'm sure we had stuff before that we just don't even know but it's really interesting to me so um do i use any ai if so which ones yeah i use midjourney quite a bit i've got like a business membership to midjourney to do all my background artwork i really like it um and then there's, you know, literally everything has AI built in now. Like your your uh, Apple messaging is going to have that soon. I mean, social media has it. It's it's crazy. So, um, Gospel of Judas is my latest journey. Yeah, that one's very good as well. Very very challenging on that one because that one is very deconstructing to just like rethink everything. I really like that one as well. Um, 
Mary's View says, this is an awesome live. Thank you, Mary. I appreciate you, my friend. Heard originally brought to Spain uh, to Rabbi, but uh, AI said none. Um, AI is, is your phone. Honeybee says, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mary's View, thank you for the gifts. I appreciate you guys with the roses and the gifts on here. Those help a ton. Thank you guys for the stars again on Facebook. And thank you guys that did Super Chats on YouTube as well. You guys can do them after the fact as well. You can also give a one-time donation on the podcast page over on Apple and Spotify. Um, and if you want to support what I'm doing and get a little bit of swag, I got the brand new t-shirt with my logo on it with the Raven and Cub Cooker Supernatural logo right there. Nice and tasteful just right on the pocket side here. Uh, there's four different colors to choose from. They're over on my website, www.cubcooker.com. If you want one, get one now and I will pay for shipping. So it's free shipping. If you want to get it really fast, you can upgrade your shipping to Express, um, but I will pay for your basic shipping. Normally gets to you within, uh, on average, like two weeks. We've had it take a little bit longer for some people, depending on where you live. They batch print them, so we'll get an order in, they'll print them and then ship them out. Normally happens within a couple of days. So the bigger wave we get in, the quicker they get out. So if you want a shirt, get them now. I'm not keeping them open all the time. I'm doing things different now. Right now, I have the shirts open, and then I'm going to be opening the tribe memberships later. So stay tuned for that. If you want it in the tribe, I had like a bunch of people message me that, hey, I didn't see the offer. I didn't get in the tribe. It is coming back, but it's a different offer. When I tell you to get in or get the shirt, you're not going to be able to get this shirt again next month. Like it, Things are going to go away and cycle. I'm going to keep this fresh for everybody support what we're doing and if you like what i'm doing now jump on it so don't wait because you never know if i sell a bunch of shirts today i may close it by wednesday i don't know so you guys if you want to support and you want a shirt go grab it now when i open the tribe be sure and join before i close it again so um thank you guys so much i really appreciate it. riley says Tetrahedron, look into it if you haven't. Yes, absolutely. Um, Frank says, love you, brother. Love your journey. Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, Dreamstar Oracle says, I'm going to need one of those. Yeah, you got to check them out. They are clean looking. Like, they are really, really rad looking. High definition logo. Um, cotton shirt. It's a cotton blend. It's like 10% polyester. The only reason I did that is they last a little longer and I needed tall sizes because guys, if you're like me, we got some tall guys in our community. I'm six foot four and I wanted to get a 2X tall. I can't do that in the pure cotton shirts. All they were was the regular and then they're like a belly shirt on me. So I needed the taller shirts. So just FYI, that's why I'm doing that. But I put as much cotton in that blend as I could. So hope you guys enjoy that and appreciate uh, the nice quality of those shirts. So um anyway i hope you guys have enjoyed today uh sorrel says you're very brave thank you uh to order a shirt by the way uh shalene says how to order a shirt it's c-u-b-k-u-k-e-r.com cubcooker.com in fact my name right there there's the logo that's on the shirt if you're watching on facebook cubcooker c-u-b-k-u-k-e-r.com you can also click on my profile picture or it's in my bio my profile the comments, I'll comment back on yours with a link too. So anyway, only go through my website, cubcooker.com. Uh, what does the raven symbolize to you? Living life with ease. So the raven to me is creativity, uh, prophecy. It's also protection spiritually. It's a very fierce bird. They also travel in like little packs, especially two. You'll see them together all the time with two of them. Um, you often don't, I don't see them alone very often. They're, they're always kind of working together. You can always tell there's a leader. Um, and so for me, the raven is just a very mystical bird. I can hear the Native American music playing when I hear it uh, or when I see one flying. To me, they are absolutely gorgeous creatures. They also know how to find resources in times of hardship. They know after the... Um, harvest exactly where to find all the corn that's fallen on the ground uh, they're opportunistic and they'll take whatever is given to them and they will um, you know survive and thrive off of that so um, I love that about them they're just super resilient and to me I call them black eagles because I just to me they're just majestic like an eagle 
but they're just like the more underrated version of an eagle because like look at them they they thrive go to the grand canyon they're everywhere um i love their song um they often float around storms and catch the ride the storm up so even in in rough times and chaotic times they're thriving and so that spoke to me so much and i was just told just very very strongly when i was in new mexico a couple of months ago that that's my spirit animal and so we came back we did that that exercise with the community i think that day we created like 30 plus different spirit animals live for people with the ai i made it for everybody in our tribe or not everybody but everybody that joined that call that day got their spirit animal made and um uh, so I'm very close with mine. Mine's name is Dimitri. Dimitri is also um, very interesting within Greek mythology. I'll share that some other time. So um, anyway, yeah, so get your spirit animal, right? Get you the raven shirt. If you vibe with what we're doing, if you want to be a part of the tribe and rep it, um, you don't have, it's not like a membership or anything. You just get a shirt and support what we're doing. So anyway, thank you guys so much. I'm going to go try to get rid of this pain so you guys uh, say some prayers for me. Lift me up a little bit. I need it because oh, it's been it's been bad. So like I said, hopefully swimming will help me today. But um, it's like right here in the mid back, upper neck here. Oh, it sucks, guys. It's like nerve pain. It's not good. So uh, anyway, we're going to be good, though. We're going to be good. I'm, I'm going to work it out. We're going to relax. Hopefully it'll be a better week after I go work it out today. Epsom salt. Yeah, I started bananas today, vitamins, um, that type of thing. So I'm going to try to get this get this uh, out of my system, get it healed. So trying to avoid activities that will inflame it as well. So also why I'm standing here so I can try to stay elongated. Um, prayers uh, headed your way. Yeah, one of the weird things about this inter- this uh, this injury is it can cause like brain fog and trouble speaking and it can also um like tingling in hands and feet can also cause you to uh have like take deeper breaths and that's why i've been struggling with that too so it's really really been uh yeah throat chakra stretches i need to do that absolutely so um thank you guys yeah i'm gonna go do some yoga and it's just taking a lot of extra care some of you guys have been like hey are you okay i haven't been very vocal about this because i didn't want to freak anyone out um, so I'm looking into like a sports medicine clinic to try to get, get some chiropractic care on it and stuff. I was turned down by several chiropractors, oddly enough. So it's been kind of a journey to try to figure out how to heal this. So, uh, in fact, the incident happened way back in February and it's been giving me hell ever since. So anyway, thank you guys for your prayers. Uh, throat chakra. Let's see. Help elongate the throat. Awesome uh cast a confusion on you and repel all the bad energy yeah it has it's it just stays in your head when you have pain all the time it doesn't matter where it is but like when you have chronic pain it just sticks to you and causes like a brain fog and it just really sucks so uh ion foot bath help my foot pain i hear uh back where the shot yeah yeah i'll try that i just got a huge thing of epsom salt so i'm gonna try that um your claim not uh claim it hear it um da, 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 da. sorry i don't understand all of the comments because i probably missed some here da, da, da. any other comments guys thank you very very much for joining today i will try to be back at it tomorrow in a better way i'm hoping i can get some inflammation out feel better by tomorrow so thank you all for your support but anyway i love you all um, check out the shirts, lift me up today. Bunch of you guys pick up shirts that really, that will give me a lot of energy and lift me up. So thank you guys. Uh, ARL says, take care of yourself. Send you love and prayers. I understand been there. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I've had sciatica before and I've never had the neck thing, but man, that, it really is not fun. So honeybee says, be blessed. Thank you, my friend. Turmeric gummies, Sam suggested too. Oh, good. Good idea. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I was going to go by the health food store tonight and see what supplements they had as well. So anyway, love you all. I'll be here tomorrow. Don't worry. It'll take more than that to knock me down. So y'all be good. Be love, be light, open your heart and your mind. Um, I know this is probably kind of a convoluted one today. I was all over the place, but I really think that sometimes those are the best episodes. 
um, because there's like just a lot of data in them and you can alchemize it the way you need to. It's not just me telling you how to do something. For somebody today, one of the truths that I shared will really change your life and you'll go, you'll go down a rabbit hole of reading Native American culture. You'll go down a rabbit hole of read the Bhagavad Gita and you go, oh my gosh, that's just like what Jesus was talking about. Like, or you'll read Zachariah Sitchin and go, oh my gosh, that's crazy because that fits into Genesis and like it, it all starts to make more sense that way. Um, so I ultimately just want to inspire you to go on your own journey. I'm here to help guide you the best I can. Doesn't mean I know everything. Doesn't mean I have pride thinking, oh, look at me. It just means I have the guts to get up here, even when I feel like crap like I do today. It's been a really weird like weekend with the rain and floods here and my back acting up. And I show up and I want you to show up for other people too because there's people that need you. There's people that need an open mind. There's people that are deconstructing that feel like they don't have anybody to help them and to guide them. So be that guide if you can be. Love people. That's ultimately why we're here. Go love people. Take care of yourself. Um, I'm about to say my bedtime prayers. Uh, and I will be in, and Cub will be in. And thank you, Sorrel. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. So keep rising. That's right. Keep rising. So uh, all pieces of a puzzle together, we can make the whole collective. Absolutely, Mary. Honeybee says yes, and thank you. Uh, watch my healing videos and focus the energy. Honeybee says yes, I will right now. In fact, message me any particular ones you suggest. Thank you. So I love you all. Y'all have a beautiful day. I'm going to talk to you later. God bless you. Peace. And I will see you on the next one. Cubcooker.com. Grab you a shirt now. I really appreciate it. I've got to push them so I can keep doing this. But I worked really hard on the design and I cannot wait to get mine. I wanted to design something I wanted to wear. So go check them out. Let me know what you think. Love you guys. Cubcooker.com. Peace.